A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Heko nae purangi te nei na te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Hi, and welcome to Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower bonus episode. I'm joined as always by clinical psychologist Saab Jahal. Uh, James, good to see you. Again. My man. I got to talk to you about this term, toxic masculinity, which uh, has really come to the fore the past few years. And I feel like there's a little bit of confusion um, as, a, as a general term. I think some people, they hear toxic masculinity and they go, yes, that's the term I was looking for. I completely understand. And then other people hear it and they're like, oh, I can't even eat a steak anymore. And uh, it's, you know, I can't, I can't eat red meat. I can't, I can't drink a beer. I can't watch rugby. And, and that's not actually what people mean when they say toxic masculinity, is it? No, not at all. And I think that that kind of reaction is a common misunderstanding about what we mean about toxic masculinity. And it's not that men are inherently evil in everything that they do, but it is that much of what we consider traditional masculinity causes serious harm to people of all gender identities, and that includes men too. And so what, this is not about masculinity having to disappear or go away, but we absolutely need to address those toxic elements. And then we can start to think about, well, what does positive masculinity look like? What is a stronger, healthier, and more positive sense of masculinity, which makes it not only safer, but also a much more expansive experience of what it is to be masculine too. It's like a beer really, isn't it, mate? No, a good, a good beer will have, and I say this to you as an alcoholic, a, a good beer will have like a light amount of hops in it. A strong beer, quite a few hops, but you can have too many hops. And toxic masculinity is kind of like masculinity with just way too much hops and yeast. It's not good for anyone. It's just going to make you gassy. <laughs> it's very one tone, right? It's like this is it. This is the rules, and this is how you be a man. And mm. the rules as to how to be a man have been one-dimensional for far too long. Yeah, we've got a broader and a more diverse set of kind of behaviors that you know men are feel more free to engage in now. They don't have to hide these bits of themselves away so that they only show them to, to perhaps to their the closest loved ones. And mm. God forbid that might be another man who sees that part of you showing that more vulnerable or mm. tender side. But I think that you know, times are changing, but I think you know that emotional behavioral set that we can develop Mm. and express is is really important in terms of embracing a much more of a diverse positive masculine masculine set of behaviors i often think we we don't appreciate that language changes too so when people you know that be a man you got to be it like that actually comes from back in the day quite a bit uh, and what they really meant was how to be an adult mm. didn't they that's what that sentence meant you know sometimes you got to be a man sometimes they really meant sometimes you've got to at like an adult, but we've sort of, as the as the times moved on, it's like you've got to be the manliest man is what that seems to have become. Yeah, not showing weakness, right? Presenting mm -hmm. as tough and you're expecting other men and boys to be as tough, if not tougher than you. And you have this kind of like race of being 
the toughest person in town and it's clipped language, it's being stoic, it's hardening up. All of these things that we know are actually really destructive towards mental health and well-being, not just for men, but for everybody in men's circles too. What, what kind of detrimental effects are we, are we talking here, Sam? Well, just think about the range of opportunities and experiences that we're closing ourselves off to, mm. for one. But the second one is, you know, by being clipped and rejecting all this other behavior all around you, and by aggressively rejecting that with violence as well at times, because people are not fitting into the stereotype of what is permissible around manly behavior then this is a really destructive path. And I think that, you know, I hope times are changing, but thinking about a fuller range of emotions and behaviors that don't adhere to these male stereotypes. You know, for example, you know, when I started working with um, children, uh, and this was only in like 2000 to 2003, when I was training, I remember even my friends then were looking at me askance, like, man, why are you a man who wants to work with children? What's that about? You know, and it was looked at, you know, as something that was really odd and unusual and perhaps signaled something odd and unusual about me. Whereas actually what I was doing was being encouraged in my clinical training to really um, get in touch with, you know, my nurturing side. And, and that's where and, and how I expressed that. Do you think that uh, one of the, the key things is to be more emotionally vulnerable? Like, do we start that journey just with our close circle? You know, because I think a lot of guys now, especially the guys I grew up with, some of them, they they see what's happening. They, they, they kind of think it might be good, uh, but they don't know how to take those first steps. Yeah, and it's really hard when you have grown up in an environment where perhaps you don't even necessarily have the emotional vocabulary to identify mm. what's going on with you internally right you know so often boys young men grow up in environments where there's two experiences one's anger the other one's hunger mm. uh, and you vary between the two i still um, do i still do. <laughs> I, I i have that hopefully i have a few more other experiences too but i, I a lot of men don't necessarily know what's going on. They know it feels unusual, but they don't mm. necessarily have the language to express what's going on with them. So we have a generational um, gap, perhaps, in terms of the skill sets that, that men have in terms of being able to identify that. So being understanding around conversations, around how is it that they can really start to name their own experience you know and literature is really good for that reading is good for that films are really good for that tv is good for that when we see role models when we see other men having these internal experiences and that being interpreted and storied for us in a way that they are able to name it and then the behaviors that follow from that then gives us a much more diverse range and set of behaviors that we can see about what's possible in terms of how to be a man you think it's um this sounds very fancy, but learning to cry? Yeah, I mean, experiencing that wide range of emotions, sadness, fear, shame, kindness, but, You know, just tenderness. letting out. Like, I'm, so I hear what you're saying, and it's, you know, these, that feeling uncomfortable. And I think a lot of, you know, when you're a kid and you feel like that, you cry. You don't even have to think about it. That's your natural response. And I feel like as you get older, well, for a certain generation, crying is bad. And so you feel bad and you got to have that emotional response of crying and then the conditioning kicks in 
Yeah. And you, and you go, oh, I'm not meant to cry. And mm-hmm. then you just end up kind of almost, I've, I've seen men shake, like mm-hmm. violently shake because their brain's going cry and their body's going no. And it's like, it's, so is learning to cry a really important thing? Absolutely. It's socially sanctioned that you're able to cry in some circumstances and absolutely not in others. Whereas Mm. actually physiologically crying actually only signifies moving from one emotional state to another. Wow. Which is why sometimes we can start crying and we don't really know why, but it's actually signaling that some internal state has shifted in within us. Now, women have, because of how it's been socially accepted and uh, you know they have more freedom to be able mm. to express that uh, emotional signal change and, and behaviorally it comes out through crying whereas men don't always I sometimes have tears in my eyes but you know I'm struggling to you know not let them come out but you know at the most silly things you know a song will come up on the mm. radio and suddenly I'm moved to tears mm. uh, and I may not have heard it for years but it suddenly triggered a memory for me which was a very tender memory or it's mm. something that I was very happy about or something I was at an event you know and it's not necessarily a bad emotion it's just signaling to me that I'm in a different place mm. my emotions are suddenly in a different place and the, the more we can get in touch with that and see that tears are actually just a signal that something's changed within rather than any kind of weakness, I think if we have a better understanding of that, then we'd be far more willing to let it, just let it go, you know, because often the tears come and they're there for like literally two or three seconds and, and they're gone again. Is it, is it the same with, with love as well in terms of if, with your close male friends? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of this particular example, just being conscious to vocalize that you love them you know, and acknowledging that the bond between you is ad love. Um, it, and is, is there something in, in, is there something psychologically empowering about doing that? Yeah, you know, I'm a big advocate of expressing tenderness, love in many different ways. And, you know, and, and men may express that in different ways. Traditionally, it might be, you know, a you know, slap on the back or just you <laughs> yeah. know being able to spend time playing pool together and having a beer or whatever but you know as our emotional vocabularies as permission is granted within friendship circles around how it is that you might express that through modeling or what it is that you see in you know modern tv or whatever it is that you're exposed to then those behaviors start to get adopted and they're not seen as so strange so I think that, you know, people find ways of expressing love and companionship and appreciation in ways that feel comfortable for them. There's a little bit of trying out, I think, that's going on at the mm-hmm. moment that can feel a little bit uncomfortable at times. But taking you know, small steps in being able to express your love and appreciation for your, your friends, your fellow man in, in, in small ways, I think is you know, only a good thing. Clinical psychologist, Saab Jahal, thank you very much. Yeah, James, love you, mate. Love you, bro. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions, including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.